0: Yes, Hello everyone Welcome to The Mystic Show I'm happy to be here Can you tell? I'm Chris Curran And this is a show where we talk about spirituality Meditation Mindfulness And uh, a lot of things that are unseen and otherworldly And, oh by the way And I should also mention We talk a lot about personal development because that's you know, in a way that's how it's been in my life i I practice a lot of personal development, I overdosed on Tony Robbins and others for years and then i then I started a spiritual practice and then I started meditating and and the two just go together very well and uh, and provide a lot of progress pretty quickly if you if you do it with the right system so. Uh, we broadcast this show, The Mystic Show, live every weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern Time on the Fractal Stream. And then we archive every single show as a podcast in three different places, actually. iTunes, Stitcher, and our website, www.themysticshow.net. You'll find links to our social media and link to the Fractal Stream and also as i mentioned all of our past episodes so you can search by keywords and tags and it's it's pretty cool actually all different topics different guests and we'd like to thank our sponsor pause your life for those times when you you almost like life is like the the merry-go-round and you just stop i want to get off <laughs> you know don't don't you wish sometimes you had a a pause button you could just stop everything Well, that's what Pause Your Life offers through meetups and retreats. And it's great because it just allows people to be a human being. Just put everything else down. All the baggage you're carrying, all the chips on your shoulder, all the negativity, all the stress, all the worry. At a Pause Your Life meeting, we set everything down, and there you are, just a human being. Hmm. And it's great. It's just you, you can take a deep breath and just be, and it's really great. So so today, we are blessed again to have uh, Brian Jones back on the show. Let me get him up here. Brian, you there? Oh, wait. Sorry, Brian. That was the wrong fader. How you doing? Good morning.
1: Good morning. I'm doing fine.
0: <laughs> great. So, uh, yeah, Brian Jones, you're an artist, you're a musician, and you're an entrepreneur, and you're also a spiritual aspirant. You've been practicing meditation basically since you're 12 years old and and now you're currently helping other people learn the art and science of meditation. Um you were on our show a few episodes ago and we had a nice little chat about your background and how you grew up and um how spirituality entered your life and mm-hmm. and it was that was a nice uh that was a nice conversation, Brian, wasn't it?
1: Yes, very nice. Yeah, it
0: was good. So today What we're going to get into, uh, because I guess I should also tell people that you and I practice the same system of spirituality called Sahaj Marg, and we may get into the nuts and bolts of that today, Um, but we are going to definitely start with this whole idea of uh, the heart. And, you know, Western society is so intellectual, and I mean, you and I both grew up in the West, so in a way it's Part of our being, right? You just you think things have to be logical and organized, and and to some extent that's true. But the logic and the brain and the intellect only go so far. I mean, the heart is the heart is the heart of the matter, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's very true. You know, I I remember one thing. One of the uh, spiritual masters had said is that uh, in the West we have to understand everything first before we do it. And in the East, you do it first, and then you understand it. <laughs> wow. And that, that really uh, is, a, is a good uh, analogy you know, to, uh, to how, how we operate here. Like you said, very much with the, with the intellect and the mind, we give so much importance to that. Uh, but we don't talk about the, the heart all that often and what the heart is capable of. And the, the heart is really, I always say, and uh, I mean, we've heard it said before, that the heart is the seat of the soul that's where we feel that's where our intuition is that's when whenever we talk about love we always talk about the heart you know if we're uh we've never received a valentine's day card with a picture of a brain on it you know <laughs> <laughs> it's always, oh, a picture, always a picture of the heart so uh the heart's for the most important thing and um you know, we'll get into that a little bit more, of course, in meditation. The objective uh, in, in this practice of meditation is to, is to uh, turn the, our, our mind back over and put the, the heart back in charge again. You know, the mind is sort of taken over for us, and that's why we get caught up in all these thoughts and life situations. But, you know, the heart is, uh, it's, uh, you know, the center. It's the, it's the whole. It's the seat of the soul. That's where we want to get back in touch with that and put that in control. That's
0: the idea. Right. And 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 a lot of people say um, God is love. And so where is love? Love is in your heart. Exactly. <laughs> like people say, when I love you, they put their hands to their chest, right?
1: Right, right. They're never touching their, their brain <laughs> or their head. <laughs> or, their
0: or their ear, you know? So, so the heart is... So, so let's talk about an example real quick of um, a Western person... Let, or let's just say a very logical intellectual person versus a person who's all heart. Sometimes I use an example, and I don't know if it's a good example, but it's like if you're walking down the street and let's say there's a person you don't really like very much, but yet they fall down and they need help getting up. If you were just to use your intellect, you might say, oh, I don't like that guy. I'm I'm just going to move right along. He can, he can help himself up. Right? But if... I think if you go with the heart from a pure human being standpoint, you would just help someone up if they fell. I mean, is that is that a good example? I, I don't know, Brian.
1: Well, I think that is a good example. I think what it shows is that uh, real human nature, you know, the, the best attributes of human beings, you know, it's ingrained in our heart. Uh, each of us, I believe everybody is a good-hearted person. Um, but what happens is uh, we accumulate life experience which we store in our brain and, and coverings, uh, these life experiences sort of form coverings over our, our heart. Well, let's call it the soul. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe that the soul resides in our heart. And every life experience we have, it just forms uh, you know, one layer, one covering after the other covering over the heart. And we have a lifetime of accumulating all of these life experiences which have covered over the heart, basically. And we associate ourselves with those impressions that we've accumulated. So, you know, over a course of time, uh... well let's say as we grow up we first interact with our, our parents and then we're growing up a little getting a little older and we have experiences and and start to learn ideas of what's right and wrong what's good and bad and then we begin interacting with our friends and and the world and we have more life experiences and that leaves more impressions on us And you know as you get older we start to form uh, opinions about things you know, very often very strong opinions uh... on things and You know, then we've heard the expression that we often refer to somebody maybe uh, much older that we say, oh, that person's become set in their ways. The truth is that we become set in our ways by about age five, and the rest of it is like Mm -hmm. icing on the cake. So what's happened is the, the soul, which resides in the heart, has accumulated all of these impressions, uh, and life experiences, and we associate with them. It creates that sense of I, so we associate with that as who we are. So, Chris, my bundle of impressions that I have is different from yours, and that's why you think you're you, and I think I'm me. But in meditation, especially in this particular practice of meditation we're going to talk about today, we have a method by which we can very gently, very naturally, start to get rid of all of those coverings that we have over the heart, over over the soul. And when we do that, we actually re-experience that original pure state uh, of the soul, of the heart. And that's a fantastic and and wonderful Experience—it's a great feeling, and that's something that can become more permanent as we do meditation.
0: Mm. Yeah. So these coverings on the heart Um, are habits also included in that list of opinions and tendencies, and and being set in your ways.
1: Yeah. What What happens is that the impressions cause us to act and react in certain patterns, and the more we act and react in a pattern the deeper that pattern becomes so a habit is nothing but uh, like a, a groove in a record you know it's it gets carved out in um, uh, in our coverings in our heart uh, and we repeat it over and over again so it becomes very deep and those those very deep rooted impressions there's actually a word for it they're called samskaras uh, and samskara is a deep, deep impression and that's those are the things that cause us to uh, get into uh, habits and repetitive ways of uh, of action and especially our reactions to things in life. We react you know, based on our set of experiences that we re- repeat over and over again. So it becomes very complex.
0: Right, and just I, I like that word react because that's what we do a lot. We just have a habit of the way we react. And it it reminds me of um again personal development like I said in the intro to the show I overdosed on Tony Robbins I I mean I I love personal development and the whole thing you know a lot of these uh you know around goal setting and how to change your life and how to earn more money is you you write out these affirmations you know that you so you're sort of like reprogramming your brain um and it works you can reprogram your brain you can you can achieve goals. You can change your behaviors. You can change habits by basically overwriting the uh, the program uh, that's programmed into your brain. Or uh, and, and in, in really, what you're saying is we're sort of like just adding on more like different different impressions, which lead to different results. But I, I just kind of want to be clear that um, the difference between personal development and spirituality. One of the differences is that. Um, spirituality, we're just sort of cleaning all these impressions just so we can be a pure human being. Exactly. Whereas personal development is like, well, I want a nicer car, so let me let me do <laughs> affirmations and let me create all these new impressions so I can have the nicer car, right?
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> That's very true. That is very true. You know, in spirituality, the, the, the difference there is uh, when you're on a spiritual path, it has uh, what the masters call character formation that uh, that becomes the important objective. So it's not about getting something, it's about becoming something. And that's a profound difference because uh, it involves the ego or the I, you know, uh, in, in getting something, you know, we're trying to fulfill a desire or a wish that we have in us. But on the true spiritual path, we're becoming. So we want to try and become something. And that's an aspiration. So we aspire towards becoming a better person, uh, you know, better at everything that we can be, and but without, without a eye-based uh, motivation behind it.
0: Right. And, you know, another example of an impression, of, of getting impressions, because honestly, I don't know if the average person understands what You know, I mean, we're explaining it. You're you're doing a great job of explaining it. But um, like, what is an impression and how does that work? And sometimes I give the example that like, if you and I I should probably find a positive example, but I, I basically say like, look, if you saw a really bad car accident on the road, right, and you on your way home from work, let's say, you'd probably wake up the next morning and the first thing you think about is that bad accident because it was so bad. And it's like, why did you think about that first thing in the morning? Well, the answer is because it made such a big impression on you.
1: Yeah, you know, that's so funny, Chris. I use this exact same analogy uh, with a little bit of a twist. Uh, And the way I say it is, imagine we're really young and we're playing outside with our friends and we hear a loud crash and we look over and we see you know, that an accident has taken place, something very traumatic. The impact of that, can stay with us our entire life and it might be associated with the sound for example so even after we're you know 30 40 years old anytime we hear a loud sound your whole body might jerk or your head might turn you know we, we have this uh, you know knee-jerk reaction and that's from that uh, impact of the impression now in the practice of meditation when we talk about getting rid of the impressions we're not talking about blanking out our memory or erasing the past like that what we're doing is we're getting rid of the impact of the impression so what happens is um, once the impact is removed and and dissipates and goes away we can still remember the incident but we don't have the reaction associated with it anymore you see that's the difference is that the impact is removed but of course memory can still be there but the effect of
0: it is is taken away right that emotional reaction is mm-hmm. gone
1: yeah and it's 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 emotional of course emotion is a, is a manifestation but it can be stored you know even in the body stores it you know even the body just reacts without even a thought you know so it's those things when we remove those impressions at that very primal level uh... it's really a permanently liberating experience, you know, to get rid of all that. A, a real sense of wholeness and completeness, and oneness and a sense of, uh, you know, uh, freedom, sort of a lucidity uh, uh, can, um, can come into being within ourselves. And it's a, it's a different state of being that we have. And that's what we strive for when we, when we meditate.
0: I know in my practice, I mean, in my experience of uh, the Sahaj Mark practice, I've it's remarkable like certain things used to bother me, certain people, I mean even even little mundane things like you know you're standing in line at the grocery store and there's some really annoying person behind you, let's say. That's how I used to feel. I you know, it would it would pretty much bother me. And now it's like I mean, I kind of notice it maybe, but it just it just doesn't mean anything anymore. Which, right you know and and i think that's part of what um babaji who's uh who's the 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 founder of the the practice basically that we uh that we do he he talked about living as a human being and being able to partake in pure action so pure action means you living in the world as a human being when things happen around you and you feel drawn you you feel drawn to take certain natural actions but because of all our samskaras because of all the impressions and because of you know we've wrapped our soul up in this cocoon we we don't even know what that pure action is like we're just we're just reacting from our past impressions we're not actually in that pure action of a of a true spiritual person
1: exactly and and the other thing about that is that uh, we talk about realizing the divine self or, you know, the higher self. It's, we, we can't really realize that uh, in ourselves unless we also see that divine self, that higher self in everybody else. So uh, we need to, you know, when we get rid of those impressions, it opens us up to a, a broader vision. Not only do we experience that divinity in our own self, but we see it in everyone else as well.
0: Right. So... I'm, I want to talk about how we remove these impressions. Um, I mean, we all have our, like you mentioned, we're pretty much set in our ways by the time we're five, <laughs> which is pretty <laughs> pretty interesting. Um, but so we have to get rid of these impressions as part of a spiritual practice. And that's what I wanted to ask you. A lot of meditation practices out there, it's just meditation, right? They have some technique, you know, like I, I think I know transcendent, transcendental meditation they give you some word that you just repeat and you know there's all the i mean there's a million different practices right um but this cleaning away these old samskaras these old impressions or these previous impressions I should say um that's a big part of spirituality isn't it
1: you know it's how can we You know, bring something in. How can we? How can we pour a, you know, you know, milk into a cup that's already filled with, you know, uh, you know, Pepsi? I mean, it won't be. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, We have to. We have to empty the cup before we can have it filled with uh, that divine presence. And that's what we do in this practice of meditation. is extremely effective in removing the impressions. Well, you know, I, I just want to mention that. Uh, there are many different types of meditation practices and I myself have done you know many different things over the course of my life but uh, it's not that difficult to do a practice that will bring you a little bit of peace of mind at least temporarily or, or calm the mind but it probably does not remove these the cause the deeper impressions that actually cause uh, the mind to think in the way that it does in the patterns and that's the one thing that uh, sahaj marg which means the natural path is expert at uh, it really gets to the core and removes these things these deep layers and when you do that then you have a permanent result it's really a permanent life change that is really something everyone you know, needs to experience on their own to to believe just how uh, wonderful that experience is
0: Definitely. And one of the things you mentioned in the, when you were the previous episode you were on, um, and I guess I should remind everyone you're listening to the mystic show. Uh, and our guest today is Brian Jones. He's an artist, musician, and uh, entrepreneur and a spiritual aspirant. And he's currently helping others learn the art and science of meditation and your website by th- which the link will be in the post. So you don't have to write this down, but it's when I started the Sahaj Mark practice, I I had some bad habits, and and last time you were on, you were mentioning too. You went through a period of drinking and whatever, and mm-hmm. and I also did too. Um, you know, whatever, whatever it was, I don't I don't even think about it anymore. But, um, you know, some unhealthy habits you might say, and um, and once I started meditation with the Sahaj Mark practice, um, a lot of those negative tendencies they just went away and and the, the and, and the biggest point i want to emphasize is that i did not try to to quit anything or i did not try to change those habits and those tendencies it just happened automatically and i found out later the reason why is because like you just said Brian when you remove the root cause of something it's just not there anymore
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly it's it's quite astounding uh, just the fact of, of not having to struggle with ourselves to change a pattern or to quit something or to you know get away from something you know there's no struggle uh, in this system we are cooperating with our own inner nature and by purifying ourselves the inner nature just uh, takes over and all of a sudden we start to see you know we're just you know, becoming transformed in a, such a natural way that we don't even know that it's happening, so we don't have to to struggle with those things.
0: Right. So the cleaning process is part of this sahajmar system.
1: Right. Yeah. And that, and you know that we can talk a little bit more about you know the nuts and bolts of that if you'd like. Um, you know, and the practice is set up in a way that we we do a, diff- a couple of different. Types of meditation. One we have in the morning where we sit uh, comfortably and we just meditate on uh, a simple idea of uh, divine light in the heart. And that's the, you know, a very simple morning meditation. We do that for about a half an hour. But uh, the evening meditation that we do, we do it after coming home from work, you know, before it's too late. We need to be alert to do it. But that's called. The evening cleaning, and it's exactly that: is we really make a determined will that all of these impressions are are leaving us, you know, just going out the back. And there's a visualization. There's a simple technique that we use to do that, um, and you do that for about 20 minutes to a half an hour every evening, and it's an amazing thing that when you finish doing this evening cleaning process, you feel like. Everything's just been washed away all of the activities of the day it's just it's like starting the day fresh, completely fresh all over again. Now imagine you know once we've removed all of the stuff from the day, now we have the rest of the evening and then you go to bed at night, we're not carrying around you know all of the results of the day or are not thinking through our mind isn't going over and over again what took place or you know little incidents through the day like oh this person cut me off in traffic or I got angry at so and so today at the workplace all of that's gone so we can just put our head on the pillow and just go to sleep and you have just a fantastic night's sleep and wake up the next day and we start the day with this you know positive idea of divine light in the heart and what happens is it creates a cycle. We participate, we participate in a cycle uh, and set it up for ourselves that starts working for us. And once we get this into a routine, well, then it becomes a positive habit. In this case, this is a habit that's good to have. Mm. <laughs> it becomes a positive habit that even before we sit down to start doing our meditation or our evening cleaning, you can already feel the process beginning. And, you know, it becomes automatic And since we're getting rid of all the impressions we accumulate every day, all of a sudden you start to see that, you know, deeper things that we've had with us for, you know, maybe many lives or, you know, this lifetime since we were young, those things also start to get cleaned away. And we start to feel, you can actually experience yourself feeling lighter and lighter and lighter. It's really quite a transformation.
0: Yeah, that's a great Explanation and and what you said about feeling lighter is so true. I mean, when I do my cleaning after you know twenty minutes or thirty minutes, you really feel different. Like you just feel like, like like you just it's a walk in the park. I mean, not every time, but um, <laughs> you know, the, to to a certain degree, you just feel lighter. And and the word you use was fresh, which is also very good. Um, and, right, and it has to be practiced to be felt.
1: You know, it's, it's, like, it's like everything else. If we want to get good at something, we have to do it. We have to take an interest in it and, and do it regularly in order to see the benefit. And Meditation is no different like that. So, but uh, uh, again, I, I can only keep emphasizing that this is not something that we have to read books like a study course. Uh, and try and understand it. I think this is how we started the show, talking about how in the West (laughs) we want to understand everything first before we do it. (laughs) But in the the East, you know, we do it first and then you understand it. This is very much that second part. (laughs) This is something we want to to do it and you experience it from within yourself. So it's not like we have to, you know, reach a conclusion or or study this chapter or, or, you know, that the meditation is going to change next week. The meditation and the way we do it always stays the same, but we change.
0: That's the difference. Beautiful. And uh, the way that the cleaning happens, and, and I know we're coming, we're, we're we're circling the field here, about ready to sure. make a landing. Um, the way we, the way it happens, is by using our own willpower. Is that right?
1: That's correct. We have enough will to remove the day's impressions on our own. You can think of each of us where each of us is like a light bulb, okay we're shining our light all over i mean we we know that we're energetic beings that we have energy within us, and we that energy radiates from us and so we're like a light bulb in that respect, but there's also the laser you see mm-hmm. when we can take all of that light and channel it into a single beam, it becomes extremely effective, and we do that with the use of the will, and when we can work with the will in that way, the will becomes much stronger and we come become much more effective in everything that we do in all of our daily activities.
0: Which makes sense. I mean the will our the will and our willpower are just they're like fundamental parts of our being. You know, like like if there was a user's manual for the human being, the will would be a huge part of it. That's one of the core fundamental strengths we have as a human being uh,
1: it, it, is, it is but we uh, you know how often do we really apply it you know we don't really understand the will we think of it in terms of willpower you know but the will is far more subtle it's very profound you know it's it's really uh something that once we can develop it and polish it uh within ourselves it has an impact on everything that we do and think you know every moment of our
0: lives there you go. Well, you said it, much more subtle and powerful, and, and I think definitely as we move towards our spiritual goal of either self-realization or merger with the divine, with the ultimate, that we have to become more subtle, and we have to use these subtle powers, and and, and like you said, the only way to do it is to to do it <laughs> <laughs> exactly so this has been great thanks a lot Brian this has been insightful we talked a lot about the heart and and um, the coverings and and the, the basically the barrier to our um, spiritual progress which is these impressions so uh, thanks for coming on the show today Brian
1: uh, thanks for having me back again Chris really appreciate it
0: yeah this is great Brian Jones uh, artist musician and spiritual aspirant uh, brianjonesgallery.com the link will be on the post and um yeah, we appreciate you being here, and um, we'll have to, uh, I think, well, <laughs> we'll talk about it off the air, but I have a feeling you're going to be back on the show, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to do so. This is awesome. Yeah, we really appreciate it. So, Well, we thank you for listening, and uh, hope a lot of this was insightful and, and ultimately helpful. Uh, as you move through your day, maybe you can think about some of these ideas and reflect on them, and maybe even... Write down some notes if you have any ideas or questions. It's a great way to uh, further your own learning here in this great big experiment of spirituality. So we'll see you next time, which will be tomorrow here on The Mystic Show. And as always, keep shining.